episode number four episode four yeah i didn't even think it was that many so what did we have upgraded this time um we got ice in our water we got ice in our water (laughs) Um, it's huge what else do we got there nothing really i mean we've done we've we we started quickly and then we kind of slowed down but yeah we got a pretty good point right now we got more prep work we got more prep work done on all this yeah we got to do more editing now with everything we have that was a task but I feel like the hot, like we can only go so much farther. Like I feel like we're at a good point for four episodes in. Yeah, I'm trying to think of ways that we can, like what we can in, like do, like what how can else can we figure this out? The only thing I can think about is maybe more pictures. Yeah, no, like I feel like we um we can get like these are pretty good mics, but mm-hmm. I feel like we can get better mics. You know, get, get our own studio, better camera. Mm-hmm. Just really get the whole setup going, like you see in these other podcasts. What What was the other thing that I was thinking? Um, had to do with. Oh, we should ask if people like. Um, would you guys like two cameras? Like oh, yeah. for on one each of us, and yeah, one for each of forth. us. I feel like the editing's a lot harder, but well, we can make it happen. I mean we're not afraid of work i mean we can no. we can do the work on it if yeah. that's if that's if what people it enjoy it more i will definitely will we'll put more in more work to yeah i mean I've, I've been looking on amazon for podcast stuff and i mean we pretty much have everything yeah in, it's only the better stuff the more yeah, expensive well, of course, stuff right. that's that's all you can get into i saw a cheap camera on on amazon it was like 100 150 bucks i think it was like 1 150 maybe and it was a yeah. 4K camera with a whole light and everything. No, and we're, we're not getting that. And I was like, <laughs> how can you get a 4K camera for yeah. 150 bucks? Technology's like getting good, but it's not It's not that good. They send us a Polaroid in the mail. Yeah. They're just like, this is what you get. Yeah, then no, that's it. There's no way. It'll come in and it'll be like 1080p. It'll be 720p. It'll be all oh, grainy. It's literally just pixels. It's like some Chinese knockoff. I actually just watched Sony. that movie. Have you ever seen Pixels? With Adam Sandler. No, I haven't seen it, but I oh know that the basis of it's it is so what good. It's about. Me and uh, me and Caitlin just watched it, and and I convinced her to watch it because I was like, I've heard this is a good movie, and so we turn it on, and and she never laughs at any movie ever. Yeah, like she's just watching it, and she was because she likes laughing. those true crime scary. No, her ones. favorite is like Impractical Jokers. That's a good show. She loves it. I yeah. mean, every time we watch it, she is crying laughing. Those guys are so funny. They are pretty funny. Uh, the best is like the end one mm-hmm. when they get the punishment. Yeah, their punishments <laughs> are always like, the best. Yeah. <laughs> it's like going to this like group of kids and like do the just most outrageous stuff. And or when they they're just in get front so of the whole, the whole old people group. It's, it's always like a group of people. Mm-hmm. Go in front of this group and do this. It's like. Well, oh, did my. you see the one where they're in the um, the waiting room? Like they're sitting in the waiting room and they they're all like trying to make each other laugh to get each other out. No. Like for the punishments. No. Oh my god, that video is so funny. I mean, it's literally like the one guy pulls up on a literal um luggage with wheels and it's motorized. And so he's <laughs> one, one of the like, jokers. Yeah, uh what's the guy's name? He's he's Sal? No, see, Sal's Murray. like Murray. Murray. It was Murray for sure. Yeah, the skinnier guy. Uh-huh. Yeah. And he, he comes wheeling up on one of those, and, and <laughs> Sal gets out, and he's freaking dying laughing. It's a good show. Yeah. They really do a good show. job with that show. And they don't even consider it like a prank show. 
Like I was watching the uh, the Sal and Bert podcast. Yeah. That they did for oh, they Two do Bears a One. Well, they did one episode of Two Bears One Cave. They're I don't know what was happening with Tom at the time, but Sal came on as a guest speaker and uh, or guest, and um, he was saying that they don't even consider it like a a joke show. It's not a prank show. They consider it like jokes, like because they're comedians. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's like a comedy show. But speaking of shows, um. You see Jeopardy just like came out and they they announced their their new um their new hosts. One of them was Ken Jennings, like the old he like won the most money out of everybody, like so oh, many really? million. And um it also said like they they consider that show an entertainment show. But there's really? a lot of there's a lot of fat facts and everything it's well it's definitely entertaining i mean it's oh yeah it's entertaining for if, sure. if you're like it's a game if you're like low-key nerds like yeah. us where yeah. we find like the most you know sciencey and, and innovative stuff interesting yeah then i think that show would be interesting i mean i love facts i oh you don't watch it no oh i watch it all the time the only thing i watch really is podcasts that's why i wanted to start this one because i i've like i watch so many of them why not put our interesting conversations on film yeah it's it's funny um whenever i go up north that's when i watch it the most when mm-hmm. i'm up at my grandma's house and it's so funny i'll be sitting there and it'll come up with like you know like the pop culture like the the new like mm-hmm. facts about like singers or something or yeah. just like artists and i'll be answering my grandma's like oh you're so smart they should put you on there <laughs> and it's like yeah no because i i don't know if i can get the uh you know the, the, the history of like yeah, yeah the, the history of like <laughs> Australia like but it's it's so funny she's it's like so you're, funny you're how, such a genius how much grandmas hype up yeah. like grandmas are like the first person you won't need to feel good my I, at least my grandma is I mean yeah, yeah. Like, and your grandma is too like you go all grandmas t- yeah. most grandmas yeah I should say we can't we can't generalize we can't generalize yeah. most grandmas though no most grandmas if you need a, a piece of advice or you need someone to hype you up and you go talk to your grandma and be like grandma i just took a crap today and she's like she's like oh my god oh my god that's a that's a huge one (laughs) that's a solid one good 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 curvature good length but imagine if we showed our grandma's this podcast (laughs) my grandma just said she was gonna she was listening to it with andrew oh they were listening yeah and so she's like oh i'm so excited to watch you and i'm like i'm just gonna let you know i swear and she's like she's like oh i don't care you're almost 21 you're fine and i'm like oh okay yeah what that's but, but she'll love it. Oh, right? she, she, I was talking to her about the uh, hollow moon theory that we were talking about last time. Yeah. And she was just like, like just face, like jaw dropped. And she's like, yeah. it rang? It yeah. rang for 20 minutes? Yeah. And I'm like, it was even longer than that, Grandma. And she's like, oh my God, I've been lied to my whole life. Like I had her convinced. And I'm like, but Grandma, it's so funny. It's a theory. It's a theory. Yeah. yeah. And it was like all, all the comments on her stuff. Like, yeah. oh, you think this is actually real? There's no way the moon is like, was placed there because there's other moons. And it's yeah. like. Guys, this is a theory. I know. Don't take it take it with a grain of salt. Like, I, I wish the people that watched us on TikTok, because we got a good amount of views on our TikTok. And yeah. uh, I wish the people that watched us on TikTok would watch this, because they could understand that. Like, we're not saying that this is fact. Like, we're saying this is 100% a theory that we've heard about that we were thought was interesting. I mean, we've never said this is it. Like, this is the only way it can be. Yeah, and it's funny because they see our TikTok two double M, mm-hmm. so they think this is such a serious podcast. But it means two morons and a mic. Oh, I know. We're, this isn't this isn't the most serious podcast. We're literally just joking around. I it's mean, just talking. 
Mm-hmm. It's just sharing our thoughts. That's what, I, and that's what I like. I mean, when I started watching, there was like you brought up true crime. I started watching a true crime podcast, and it's so serious. Yeah, like it's so like structured into the facts. Yeah, get the facts. Yeah, make, yeah. But I mean, that's how a crime has to be, right? Well, I you mean, gotta, I you got to get all the facts and everything. Well, of course, and that, and <clears> they found their niche. And I'm not trying to rip apart another podcast. Yeah. I mean, they definitely found what they're trying to go for. I mean. And that's what I didn't want with this podcast. I wanted this podcast to be very conversational. We have so many interesting conversations already that, like, you know, why not film them? Remember our first podcast, though? That was structured. Oh, my God. We were so tense and just, like, Well, that's the thing. I mean, and now that we've been on camera for a few episodes, I mean, we're still loosening up, but we're not, not like, you know. Joe Rogan loose where he's 1800 episodes in yeah like we can we've kind of started to ignore the microphones ignore the camera ignore the computers and just kind of just talk yeah which a podcast should be so one of the things that um I'm pretty happy about too is that like we finally are starting to get into this like being able to joke right it's not all serious yeah like it was we, super serious we were just one. like locked in dead serious and then the other thing too is i'm glad that we finally got rid of the echo because yeah, there was an the echo, echo was and, and the voices and the editing was like oh my god you could just hear everything mm-hmm. yeah no I'm, I'm definitely excited for what we have i mean the biggest thing is is our consistency and if we weren't so busy so much outside yeah. of this podcast you know both of us work all day and so it's hard to edit a video, especially when we want to try to make it as best as possible to get it out Tuesday and Thursday like we planned. But uh, yeah. hopefully we're I know, I know we're, doing that. we're getting new people at my work. Hopefully mm-hmm. they pick up some of the slack because yeah. I, I, I do everything mm-hmm. at my work. I'm like the one for everything. Mm-hmm. People are calling me all the time, hey, do this, do that. And then while everyone else just sits and watches me, yeah, you know. No, so. I, I definitely feel that. And I... I I hope that we can get more on a, uh, on a, what do you call it? A schedule. You yeah, know. we talk about not being structured, but we want to be structured in that regard. Well, yeah, it's when it comes be. to the actual business side of it and actually Releasing, trying to yeah. release our content. Because, you know, a lot of people were so interested in our first podcast that we wanted to get out more. But we have to film it and then edit it and make sure it's all good. I mean, we finally got our intro. Yeah. Um kind of an intro well i feel like we can a rough start a yeah. rough start to it and then yeah. the other thing too is um caitlin has this big calendar it's our whiteboard calendar yeah that i want to get up and put it on this wall so we can be mark good to down keep track. and and put, we should pick really set out up a schedule days. not just tuesday and thursday uploads we should start putting upload certain tiktoks on this day get yeah. instagram posts on this day uh, make sure set up editing time so we can just get it all down. That's another thing too. I mean, we can ask the the people watching us: is do they prefer it on YouTube? They prefer it on Spotify? Do they listen to it on both? Do I mean, they we're looking want... at the stats and it's skewed towards YouTube, but mm-hmm. Spotify and Apple Podcasts are are up there too. I think we can't ignore one or the other. No, because I, we want to give people choices. No, and the, the, I when I was trying to phrase that question, I wasn't saying like we're taking it off. What I was trying to say is like a lot of people like uh, obviously they liked our clip. I mean, we had a a good amount of people go and look at our our clip yeah. and uh that's what we want to do is try to figure out how we can 
you know and that's and that's another thing i wanted to bring up we're trying to figure out how we can bring on guests we have some interesting people that we know in our personal lives that we would love to bring on but um if there's anybody you know that would be interested or is in the local area that has a good story you know metro detroit area. yeah if you could figure out a way to reach out to us or even if you didn't live in local detroit if you had a uh, we could do a zoom one we can try to figure that out um we're both going to be going away to college in a few a few weeks so we're gonna have to figure that out too because we mm-hmm. go to separate colleges and yeah and uh in a few months i'm probably going to be going to texas for a couple months yeah for a couple months so that we're gonna have to figure that out too um but anyways, we we are very interested in what other people have to say, and so we don't want to just seclude it to just us. Um, you know, we want to be able to not necessarily interview, but just have a nice conversation. You know, even if you were to talk about, you know, random things that you've heard or, or other things. You know, we're we're interested yeah. in that, and that's what we're trying to work on, and constantly trying to get better. And so that's what we're going to keep continuing to do. Yeah. So let's just get straight into it. Mm-hmm. Um. I know you had something you really wanted to talk about. We were talking about mm-hmm. it actually before the podcast too. Atlantis. Yeah, yeah, Atlantis. Yeah, so I was watching this really interesting. Um, I don't know if I'd call it's kind of a documentary. I mean, it, but it's it's more of a archaeology thing where yeah. they're trying to find Atlantis. Yeah, it's, it's like called, a adventure search. Yeah, it's on Disney Plus. Um, shout out to them they make they have great educational stuff on national geographic yeah. um and one of the things that i was listening to was called atlantis rising um and it was fascinating because you hear about atlantis and you see it in movies like uh what's the one with um the big hawaiian guy oh moana aquaman oh moana i was yeah that's the one i was no off. aquaman and uh oh with amber heard yeah. yeah, and uh, we all know that one. Oh yeah, no Aquaman too. <laughs> so Aquaman, they talk about Atlantis, right? That's like his home yeah, where he's coming from. Of course, and it's the city under the water. And so I always found it interesting because I was like, well, could that be real? Well, I doubt there's people living underwater, but I mean, that would be interesting. Well, not, no. I mean, the the whole basis behind it was that it was above water yeah and then it went underwater yeah so that's what they said in this show so um in the show they're trying to find it because it's described in writings that it is in a three-layered city Mm -hmm. in the water and they had a harbor for boats and, and all that stuff back when boats probably weren't as you know technologically advanced as our boats we have now sailing ships yeah and so they had a harbor and it was like a three ring system with a the middle had a temple for poseidon Mm because they believed in god and the greek gods and uh so plato actually talks about it and there was a quote that i was gonna have jonathan pull up um so i can get the exact right here where is it at jonathan oh there we go so it says plato describes atlantis as an island larger than libya and asia minor put together located in the atlantic just beyond the pillars of hercules generally assumed to be the strait of gibraltar its culture was advanced and it had constitutions suspiciously similar to one outlined in plato's republic in quotations it was protected by a god poseidon who made his son atlas king and namesake of the island and the ocean that surrounded it as the atlanteans grew powerful their ethics declined their armies eventually conquered africa as far as egypt and europe as far as 
Tyrena? 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 Oh, it says um, Etruscan. They're part of Italy. Yeah, Italy. Before being driven back by Athenian-led ally alliance, later by way of divine punishment, the island was best beset. beset by earthquakes and floods and sank into the muddy sea. That's by history.com. Yeah. So, so that's that's pretty uh pretty reliable source. I've never history. heard of them, but hopefully History.com? Yeah, I've never heard of them. You don't know the History Channel? Oh, is that them? That's the History hmm. Channel, so. Oh, okay. Well, I guess they are pretty reliable. Yeah, they, um, they know what to talk about. Um, yeah, so the, one of the things that they were trying to figure out is because a lot of this is all due to interpretation, um, Atlantis, they say, was, you know, what was it, past the, the um, Pillars of Hercules? Um, and on the Strait of Gibraltar, they originally thought it could be in between Sicily and Italy. They thought that the pillars could be, you know, the landmarks, right? Mm -hmm. And then they eventually came out to Spain over by Portugal, yeah. right at the tip of the Atlantic there. Apparently it like slims down at a certain point. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. And they think that that could be it. And the whole show, um, I don't want to give the whole thing away for people who end up wanting to watch it, but it was really, really interesting to see them follow it and they had diving teams and they would go down there and they found pillars from long 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 time ago but and then they even talked about how atlantis could potentially be on land and the land you know just kind of grew past it um, yeah which seems kind of different than what i would think because i feel like our shorelines have been kind of shrinking if in my opinion i mean from global warming was global warming a thing back then well, the, 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 well, the Earth gets hot and now. cold. I mean, it goes in cycles, right? And so, like, they could have been at a time. I mean, he in the Plato's writings, he said he's heard it from his grandfather who heard it from um, somebody else, that, and then somebody else said it was 9,000 years before them. And, and so they don't know in Plato's description if he believes in it necessarily. Yeah. But he doesn't – he talks about it as if he does. So, I mean, again, I don't know if this is um, – realistic or not the whole show was very interesting how they broke it all down yeah um it would be very interesting i mean imagine if there was a a whole city preserved underneath the water yeah and you so you were saying they actually found pillars under the water oh a ton of stuff they and it was all in different spots like it wasn't just it wasn't just found in the water like um in one location it was like when they were going through the mediterranean they found so many different like um pillars and steps and archways like ancient ancient archways and wow. and it was crazy and they had uh, wheels um yeah. and and uh, all everything was stone and the most for the most part coral was just growing over top of it mm -hmm. but they could tell by the way that the carvings were in it that it must have been i don't know do they consider it a column or what's the difference between a column and a pillar because uh, the one had the opening in the middle so that a beam could go up the middle of it and they just stack it on top. Yeah. I don't know if that one's a column I think, or I a think, pillar. I think a pillar might be structural and a column. Yeah, might I don't be. know. I, I don't know the uh, the difference between them. But all I know is that they found different uh, things of that and they like went days without finding anything and they were getting really frustrated. And, and then they ended up finding something at the bottom. And. All of it is due to like new technology. They had this really big diving boat out there, and they had um, radar going underneath. And, and their lidar. Yeah, no lidar this one, but uh, yeah. And then you know, I watched a bunch of interesting shows off of that because 
on National Geographic, they have a ton of interesting stuff. They talk about um, Gobekli Tepe in one of them, which is in, I believe, I believe that's in Mexico, Gobekli Tepe. And then they have, um, they talk about the Incas and the Mayans um, yeah. and how the Mayans were so advanced with mathematics in this um I don't want to mess this up, but they have a temple. The Mayans have a temple that on the summer solstice and the winter solstice, when the sun shines on it, the snake is either going down the, the stairs or going up the stairs. Yeah. And every single temple in the Mayan um, cities are all perfectly aligned uh, with each other. So there was a, a city of four, four big temples, mm-hmm. and they had the one middle one, right? And it was exactly straight all every single way except for one building it was off by like 16 feet and the way that the mayans did it is that everything had to be so precise so they're trying to figure out why there was a there's a temple that would be so far off of everything else even though it's supposed to be part of it all and then the one of the biggest towers that they found um and one of the oldest towers was actually they found out was there's another tower connected to it by a tunnel way that they have blocked off i don't know i believe it was a tomb that they had it blocked off but they found out actually that the other building is older than the one that they thought was the oldest Mm -hmm. the one right next to it and so that was pretty interesting and yeah there's a bunch of different stuff on there and uh, that is quite interesting if anyone has disney plus i would highly suggest watching the national geographic stuff they have a bunch of them on like our national parks and things like that, but I haven't yeah. watched any. I haven't gotten to all of them yet. Discovery Plus too. We're oh yeah. <laughs> we're signed in on that, and that has a ton of interesting stuff. Even you might even say more depending on what you're looking at, because it's got like five different channels and everything. Yeah, they but have a they have forbidden stuff on there. Like I love ancient Egypt. Yeah. And so they have a lot of like museums, uh, forbidden museums, and and other episodes on there that are are quite interesting ancient aliens which is another one that i find to be interesting now that i've getting getting a little bit more into what they consider to be aliens and discovery plus is good too i don't want to not shout out shout out (laughs) them but they're good too yeah but um i mean talking about these ancient civilizations Mm -hmm. how about we get into some new civilizations oh yeah that one that one started in what saudi arabia yeah saudi arabia there was a um so rendering right now, but it's uh, it's gonna be it's called the line. Okay. Is uh, what what I've heard it referred to as, and it's gonna be a basically a skyscraper that's taller than the Empire State Building, mm-hmm. and it's I think seventy miles long. Whoa. And it's just it's it's this long straight skyscraper that's on the outsides. It's a mirror. So it almost blends into this this sand desert scape mm-hmm. of the of the desert, and you you barely even see it. And it's just this these whole cities are self-contained inside of the um, of the skyscraper. Mm-hmm. So we have a video pulled up, and so I don't want to get any facts wrong. So is this uh, is this from the actual people who designed it, John? No. Okay. All right. Well. For too long, humanity has existed within dysfunctional and polluted cities that ignore nature. Now, a revolution in civilization is taking place. Imagine a traditional city and consolidating its footprint, 
designing to protect and enhance nature. The line will be home to 9 million residents and will be built with a footprint of just 34 square kilometers. And we are designing it to provide a healthier, more sustainable quality of life. The line's communities are organized in three dimensions. Residents have access to all their daily needs within five-minute walk neighborhoods. And the line's infrastructure makes it possible to travel end-to-end -end in 20 minutes with no need for cars, resulting in zero carbon emissions. By leveraging AI technology, services are autonomous, saving you time and effort. Designed by world-leading architects, the line is 500 meters tall, 200 meters wide, 170 kilometers long, and housed within an elegant mirror glass facade. Intelligent solutions create efficiency and year-round temperate microclimate with natural ventilation. Energy and water supplies are 100% renewable. The line is designed as a series of unique communities offering a wealth of amenities, providing equitable views and immediate access to the surrounding nature, with 40% of the world accessible within six hours at the heart of the globe's key trade routes, a place for commerce and communities to thrive like nothing on earth seen before. The Line, the city that delivers new wonders for the world. Wow. So that was from the Telegraph. So, um, very interesting. Yeah. In in interesting design on what it could be like in the future. This kind of scares me. Yeah. The first thing I thought about, right, with this design is Divergent. Yeah. Do you remember how Divergent had the walls? Right, mm -hmm. and you got like you were inside. That's it. Don't go to. Don't go over the wall. Yeah. Right. Even though this seems like an absolute phenomenal idea, right? Mm -hmm. They're compacting everything into this one line. Now they can set up multiple rows of this line and connect them all, and then they they have an entire, you know, grid of all these things. The thing that seems to me is that one of the things that the video said was that the Saudi prince is putting up the money. Mm -hmm. and as much as that seems great i feel like that's a lot of control right yeah and with this autonomous stuff and all that like what happens if you're inside it and they just say all right no one's leaving yeah or they they because they put the money up they can enact their own rules mm -hmm. or kick you out kind of like a landlord what happens Cause then because that seems like a very expensive way to live right that was yeah. a, two, a 650 billion dollar thing it said in the video yeah right so obviously it's going to cost a pretty penny to live there yeah what are they well do? i mean if 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 it said it said there was 9 million people living there so if you kind of i guess it, i don't know we'll we'll have to see what they start coming out with well they want to make profit too so. well if, it, i mean nobody's going to do it for free yeah. like, especially not the saudis right yeah um but then the question comes into it is, is what happens then uh, to the people who are poor? Like, yeah. is this going to be uh, like a bigger divide yeah. between the rich and the poor? Because they might make a poor version of this, you mm -hmm. know, three, four 
miles away they don't want to look at them yeah that's completely just taken over by homeless people people who are on like terrible drugs suffering from all these problems that we as a society you know even though we have a a big homeless population in the united states we still somewhat take care of them and so like are they just gonna like eventually it it gives me very futuristic like a utopia they're trying to make a utopia yeah and and it also brings me to like if they do end up dividing it by social class, right? Because eventually, like, the people who have the more money are going to be able to afford the nicer version of it, right? We're talking way past. Like, let's say they yeah. build this and they start building more. Yeah. And the poor people are all the way at the bottom of the totem pole. I mean, the Saudi government could literally just be like, gas them. The people who are living in the rich ones aren't going to care. They're not even going to know these people are dying, yeah. right? And then all of a sudden, they just kill them. And so that begs the question of, like, who's going to be able to watch over those people who are at the low end? Because I can assure you the people at the high end are only going to care about what's going on in their sector of it. Yeah, I mean, it, it could be different lines, as mm-hmm. they call it. Or it could be, like, the end closest to the water is the nicer. And as you get, you know, farther down your 70 miles towards the end, it gets worse. So, like, mm-hmm. as you get farther, it gets worse. Or, kind of like or, the, or the top or bottom. The mm-hmm. poor people live along the ground and, you know, set up tents and all that. Mm-hmm. Or it could also be inside the walls and outside. So, and, and that's the thing. Then they'll be able to control you by having you say, oh, you can't come in or you can't come in. And, and it, again, to play devil's advocate to what I was saying before about the negative, the positive could also be this could fix the homeless problem, right? With using renewable energy and stuff like that, they might be able to create a place where even everybody of all social classes will be able to live in harmony. Now, in all of history, that's never happened. Yeah, it's almost impossible. So to go and look back and be like, oh, but we can look at this model and it says this works Mm -hmm. is practically impossible, right? Yeah. And, And so, again, I get very, like, the giver vibes Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, divergent and Hunger Games. Hunger Games, like, yeah. like start. I get like those kind of movies. I guess, like, turn my spectacle to what it would be. Oh, is that it? Yeah. So, it, like, yeah, they're trying to make a. Um, they're tr- they're trying to make a um a utopia. Mm-hmm. And, and again, it's not necessarily a bad idea. It the problem is is like, you have to put a lot of faith that you have enough holding for this to to really be able to i mean because this could be the solution to fixing the amount of people we have in this world i mean i don't think we're overpopulated but a lot of people do and especially when it comes to um people talking about climate change i mean they really their best solution is to just get rid of people yeah i mean because they they need a, a less carbon footprint and so this might be able to be a big help into that and it would be pretty interesting if the United States kept growing, if they were to do like sectors and grids, kind of yeah. like our highway system, uh, but with these kind of civilizations. I mean, Japan was, I believe, one of the first people that ran out of room and said, well, the only place we can go is up. And they like, built all the skyscrapers. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't think it's a bad idea. I don't. I, I just think that you have to be very skeptical, putting a lot of trust that they're never going to try to take anything from you for living there. And the thing, the fact is, is you might have bought this home that you're living in there, 
but that don't mean crap. They could just be like, sorry. Yeah, we're shutting this operation yeah, down, everybody you're, out. You're gone. I yeah. mean, or just be like, you're a bad tenant. Yeah. We don't want you anymore. Goodbye. Yeah. Well, I own it. No, no, no. no yeah. you, you might pay for it, but you don't own it. Yeah. So, again, I, I don't think it's a terrible idea. I think it would be pretty interesting. It yeah. looks like a cool I mean, concept. It's, it's really cool, like what they were showing. <laughs> and that's right there is what they're going to use to market it. They're going to yeah. be like, look at this cool innovation. Nobody has this. Why don't you come try it out? Yeah. And then you go there, and it's like a resort, and you're like, oh, my God, this yeah, is great. Yeah, we move here. This uh, family would love this. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, it is cool, like, how they showed, like, the different five-minute walkable areas that have everything you need mm-hmm. right there. And you can just – and then, like, you can get from one end to the other on these high-speed rails in, like, 40 minutes or whatever it was. And so it's, that, that, it's cool to think about. It's, it's a utopian design, and I feel like – We've seen this one. It's put out there a lot. But, like, how many other designs were there for... Utopias. To, for just, like, anything. Anything mm-hmm. you see. Like, I mean, we see in downtown Detroit, like, oh, this is what it's going to look like. These are the plans for... Uh, you've seen the new Hudson site. I don't know if you've seen that. Mm-mm. But it's this modern new building with this, like, there's plants growing all on the top and trees on the rooftop. Mm-hmm. And it's going to, like, be this great thing. And then, you know... I think, like, a couple months ago, they say, oh, we're removing the plants. We can't put them. It's going to be too heavy. Oh, we got to change yeah, this because this is go. overhanging. And then it just gets to this, like, not so impressive thing. So this 70-mile-long skyscraper, oh, it's it's too long. It's going to cost too much. Let's, let's only do about two miles. Well, that's what I was going to ask you. So what happens now? They said 9 million people capacity, right? Yeah. What happens if people living in there have start having kids? Yeah. Right. Starts. So now you're at nine million five hundred thousand. Yeah. Well, what are they going to do? Start kicking out people's homes? Yeah. So there's there's actually the the Hudson site right there. That's the design for the building. Oh, um, cool. Yeah. I mean, it's really cool, like what they're showing. But you can see the plants in the middle level. Like I think they said, oh, we we out. can't do that. You know, that's too much weight. So yeah. There's all these. You always see these designs, and I mean, I don't think we've really seen any progress, like real progress. What happened on this for them this to thing? build? Uh, build that that they were going to build a sports center down there they were going to rip down the prison that they that city tried to sell to that guy for a penny that they like half built and they were going to put a sports dome there for the soccer team i mean that's what i'm saying right you know they promise you this and then it, it becomes this i think right now there's the middle of the building left you know the elevator shaft with the with the stairs going up it and they just stop you're talking you about know? for the prison yeah so well, yeah, they, and, and well, that was a dumb design to begin with. They were gonna put a prison right next to Greek Town. Yeah. They were gonna put a prison right next to the Lions Stadium. Yeah. That doesn't even make sense. Yeah. But then, the city, I forget who they were trying to sell it to. They tried to sell it to the guy for like a dollar. The, the site. Yeah, they yeah. were gonna just sell. It. They already knew they were taking a loss. They weren't gonna finish it because they ran out of money. And they were gonna sell it to the guy for a dollar, and the guy like didn't end up buying it because, um, there was some form of problem with the deal like that he had to do specific things to keep yeah. it in a certain way yeah, and they like, zone the area to yeah. a certain type like, of thing and i mean he was pl- he wasn't planning on built- buying it for a dollar just for himself i mean that's prime real estate right he could have bought it for a dollar and sold it for a million or yeah. a couple million you know yeah the problem is is um is that there was i guess there was too many rules or something that he just ended up saying no yeah i mean it, I, if you've been downtown detroit like 
It's, the it's amount, actually nice. The amount they're like expanding is crazy. Mm-hmm. Like they're, they're redoing all the buildings, even like a couple miles out of the city. They're putting new windows in these buildings that were destroyed, and you see uh, Ford so. Ford Motor Company redoing the train station. That looks really nice. Mm-hmm. And so I do I hope so. I mean, I, when up. we hear our grandparents talk about Detroit, they talk about how it was like this thriving, a great city, one of the best in America, and then yeah. it just took a shit in I the mean, 60s. Ever, yeah, ever since the the, the riots. The, all, well, not that. Ever since like the automakers got bailed out by the government i feel like it's never well it was that and then the riots in the 60s they were they were fighting for everyone was fighting for civil rights and caused a huge uh problem because all the people that were having money living down there they were seeing the riots and they were afraid that it wasn't going to stop and so they started moving farther and farther away from the city yeah and then eventually now you know like the the inner city like right in downtown detroit you can get a real nice apartment there then as you start going off every mile road you get farther away you know it gets nicer and nicer and more people the trend is always to move away from the inner city mm-hmm. i mean that's kind of the trend and and so you know we have 16 mile and in, in hall road and then 24 mile like yeah. i mean hall road will event i mean 16 will eventually be what hall road is now and hall yeah. road will eventually be what 23 is and 23 will eventually be what you know 26 is i mean and that's what we could get from how we were saying these utopias never work like even that in that case you know detroit was so nice at one time mm-hmm. and then stuff happens and it mm-hmm. falls apart well that's the question right i mean because you can't stop human nature right yeah. and so if everybody's living in this gives me a, like uh, also wally vibes like you know how like everybody in wally was just like on this yacht i mean on this like cruise Spaceship. ship in space and, yeah. and they were just like all fat and just laying around yeah. you know and, and the thing is is like like i know they're gonna have autonomous stuff but like does that mean people are just gonna like people are dirty like some people aren't always gonna keep it as nice as possible yeah. And so, like, are people going to let it get dirty and the autonomous things can't clean it up? And yeah. so they're going to have one part of it be like, oh, you don't want to go to that place. And and so, I mean, because of human nature, everybody's different, right? It's that one bad apple. Mm-hmm. That's what they say. I mean, exactly. And it might not be one because there's nine million, but you get the point. Yeah. I mean, and how are you going to stop crime? I mean, like, and, and, I mean, I guess it's in Saudi Arabia, so they're, the way they deal with crime over there is it's completely very, different very than us. strict. Yeah, I mean, they could just be like somebody robbed a store, and then next day the motherfucker was dead, you know? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it, it's uh, it would be interesting, though. It definitely yeah. would be pretty, quite interesting. Yeah. Would you ever like that here? Like, let's say they just go from East Coast to West Coast, and they just start building these lines next to each other. Or just one long line. <laughs> well, that would be that'd be crazy. Yeah. But, I mean, imagine if they did. I mean. I don't know. I just feel like it's too close together. I, I don't know if society's ready for that. We like having our own space, our own land. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I've always liked big cities, you know, the, the just Chicago being there the and, and just all the stuff you can do, the experiences the sporting events, the concerts, yeah. and it's all nice, but you want to get out, mm-hmm. you know? Like, I want to get out of the city after a while. I went to school downtown, and it's nice while I'm there, but then I want to get out of there for the summer, Yeah, you know? So, mm-hmm. I, I, whenever I would go visit Chicago, I fell in love with, like, Michigan Avenue, right downtown. You know, you could go, and you could go and eat, and go to the Shedd Aquarium, and there was, there was all of these cool things to do right in downtown, but I was always very thankful to come back home. 
you know like it was fun for the weekend or a week or whatever but i don't know like i would i don't know i would love to live in a penthouse have you ever watched the show suits no i know you love it though okay so (laughs) i do love it it's a great show um but one of the things every time i watch it i want to be successful yeah that's like one of the things i always get from that show is like when i see these people and the way that they're living their lives like it makes me want to be successful as them. They live in these million-dollar penthouses in the middle of the city. Have you ever seen um, what's the other show? The girls. It's a girls show. Gossip Girl. Gossip Girl. Yeah. Those penthouses are crazy. Yeah. I mean, I watched it with my girlfriend, and it was like I was watching it because I was like, "How are these people this rich?" I mean, their yeah. houses and their penthouses were insane. But at the same time, I feel like that works if you don't care about having a yard. Right? Yeah. Like, I mean, they don't have anything like that. Yeah, I remember I was watching this one video, um, and this guy was just talking about how stupid these penthouses are. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it, I think his name's Moist Critical. He's a guy, he's got, like, long hair. Mm-hmm. He's, he's, he's a really funny guy. He's almost a comedian, but I don't know if he considers himself that. But, yeah, he's, like, he, he finds, like, the most expensive penthouse in, like, New York I don't know if it was the most expensive, but it was just the stupidest. Like, this thing was all concrete. There was, like, a concrete couch. And, like, the whole, like, bathroom was covered in gold. And it was, like, blinding you when you walked in. Really? And then, like, he goes outside onto the patio. And there's, like, two chairs next to, like, a fire. And he's like, what do you do out here? Like, this is so stupid. This isn't a house. Like, I mean, some of them are pretty cool, though. I mean, like, yeah. modern, modern ones. Like, not a concrete couch. Like, yeah, you but like that—that's what they were—they were trying to go modern, and it was like it wasn't working yeah. at all. It's just like when you have so much money, and you're like, "Oh, this would be a cool idea," and then it's like, no. Yeah, it's about—it's like the city, you know, the mm-hmm. line. I and that's the thing. I mean, that show, like I said, like their penthouses would be so cool to me if I didn't care about a yard. Like I—I I mean, I like having a yard, but would I give it up to live in a multi-million-dollar penthouse? I mean, probably. I'm, just I, I I get the yard, but I don't know if I could give up all the outdoor activities i like to do well think about you can i mean think of an outdoor activity that you can't just leave the city to go do yeah i mean the city's got a bunch of outside activities you can go do i mean you can go shopping you can go eat you can go walk around yeah but i mean if you have this line like you're you're hy- hypothesizing and everyone lives in there i feel like all oh, of the outside would the become line. this like barren area i was just talking about in general like living in in the city i mean you live down there so but who knows like maybe maybe that is the way you make the line everybody's in this contained area and you're living that's this the life word i don't like and contained because that, <laughs> that's exactly what they're going to do i'm just saying, out, saying outside of going into the the nature imagine what nature might do i mean it might take back what we've done and it, it might actually become nicer than it is now and you could have better outdoor experiences mm-hmm. the problem is is like i think of the outdoor experiences i like is like hunting fishing boating mm-hmm. yeah that's I mean, what i was pointing at i mean i like riding four-wheelers yeah. all that but mm-hmm. i mean if they're talking about getting rid of carbon emissions i don't see why they wouldn't start regulating that yeah. like oh what are they well i guess tesla came out with the the quad that yeah. was electric they're trying to do electric boats electric planes I don't know why they haven't done electric boats yet. I feel like they could somehow power a jet ski engine. 
they're with electric. On, they're working on planes too. It's just hard. Well, planes. I, okay, planes to me seems way harder because you got to yeah. keep it going at consistent flight speed. Yeah. But like, I mean, a boat. I mean, we we have an electric boat. <laughs> our dinghy with our trolling Good motor. Point. That's electric. That is. But it's just, I don't I don't know. I think it's something about, you know, how when you're looking at the electric cars, they have all the torque and they get up and go, but they don't have that high-end speed. And for a boat, you're not looking for that takeoff torque ability. No, you, you want to plane out. And you want to plane out. And, and then you practically go drive and go. sit down. But when you look at the, the electric cars, when you're just full throttle, the battery's draining so fast. Mm-hmm. So... I think that's the problem. I mean, think about it, though. Like, your new Scarab. Yeah. Like, that Rotax engine that they have for the jet skis. I don't see why that couldn't be powered by five or six of the batteries that we have. Yeah, think about the weight, though, also. Well, I mean, you compare that in weight of a... A boat can hold weight, you know. If they have to drop off one extra 350-pound passenger, then, oh, well. But, like, I mean... (laughs) Yeah. I mean, the thing is, is I don't... I, I guess... It's not a main priority, right? People with boats are just happy the way they are, and they're not like they're not trying. I guess they are innovating, but they're not really like pushing for it because yeah. not as many people own boats as like cars. Like they're trying to figure out more the main, the yeah, the bigger the problem. problems yeah. first, and then they're gonna go work their way into those. Yeah. But um, all this electric talk, talk about the uh, what you were telling me earlier about NASCAR. Yeah. So 2023, NASCAR is going electric, and I don't I don't know if it's the entire. I think they're going to keep the gas series, but it's going to be a different type of race that's only, that's going to be purely electric. That'd be interesting. And, yeah, it's going to be interesting. But then, again, like we were talking about with the boats and all that, like it's going to be interesting to see because they do get that, like, that torque low end and they take off. But then what happens when they're just full throttling out for what, the Daytona 500 is 500 laps? Are they just gonna? Are we not gonna be able to keep the batteries charged up, or are they gonna have a way of replacing the batteries like we talked about, kind of in episode three? Let me think. You know, I just I think like I get exactly what you're saying, and that's the problem is that I wonder if this will eventually lead us. Like, let's say we get 10, 20 years in the future, right? So we're past the gas cars. We have the people driving the electric cars. Do you think they will eventually get to like real steel? Where like the people will be sitting there with a remote driving driving them, them around and then there won't be accidents and stuff like that. Yeah. Like do you think it will ever get to that? Because real steel to me was a really good movie. Yeah. I loved when they were talking about robots fighting each other instead of boxers. I feel like that would be so interesting. Yeah. I've at at that point you can make the cars a lot smaller. Lighter. Lighter, more aerodynamic. Mm-hmm. You don't have to have a whole cab in the middle. And so maybe at that point, yeah, like it'd be a battery with motors and a just aerodynamic and you could go for a while. But how, again, but that still doesn't bring us to the final issue of how are you going to charge them? Yeah. All right, everybody, we're going to take a 15-minute break or a 15-hour break. We're all going to recharge our cars on yeah. lap three. Yeah. So if everybody, like, that doesn't make sense. They're going like 200 the, the, some miles that an F-150 Lightning, what, it goes 130 miles? Mm-hmm. And so, like, the Daytona 500, what is that track? A mile? I think it's a mile. It's a mile. Mm-hmm. So you're going 500 miles. John, look that up. Look th- look up if, if how long the Daytona 500 track is around one time. Pretty sure it's a mile. 
Yeah, so, I mean, if they're going 500 miles, no no electric car can even do that yet. That's implying that you're going to be at a constant Two and a half miles. <laughs> so you're going almost at, And it says right here, consistent of 200 laps around a two and a half mile track. So they do two Wait, and so a the Daytona 500 isn't 500 laps? No. Why is it called the Daytona uh, 500? Maybe. Is the Daytona 500 the longest race? How long is one lap? How long? Oh, is wait, it's 500 miles. 200 laps of 2.5 miles. Yeah. So it's 500 miles, not 500 laps. Yeah. But still, I mean, we don't have a car that can do it. We well, have, I think 300. That's implying like that you're stopping, though. I mean, nobody can. Oh, when yeah, they put 300 miles, they're not putting holding it full throttle. Yeah. I mean, you're draining the battery faster than it can. Again, this is back to what we were talking about before. They're trying to push it so hard that the technology isn't there. I would watch. I, see, I don't even watch NASCAR, so I'm not even going to lie and say I'd watch it. But, like, I feel like people who would watch NASCAR don't care if it's a gas-powered car or if it's an electric-powered car. The problem is is they're not going to watch it if they're stopping every two two laps to recharge. Yeah, it's like, oh, intermission. We got a couple hours for everyone to go buy a hot dog. It's like, I'm going to eat this hot dog in 15 minutes. What yeah. do I do for the other 14 hours? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> I know. It's, I don't, like, they can't expect us as a society to be like, yeah, that's a great, that's a great idea. How are you going to do it? And then they'd be like, we haven't quite figured that out yet. Well, I mean, maybe it won't be the Daytona 500. Maybe it'll be an electric series. Oh, we go 100 miles. That's what they could do. I could see that. And, and they could do it more like a Grand Prix styled. Yeah. Where they, it's not necessarily a straight circle. Well, it's NASCAR. It's got to be an oval. Yeah, good point. Yeah. But I mean, you do look at like, they have hybrids for Le Mans, I think. Mm-hmm. And so it's a hybrid engine where, you, you know, you got the gas going and then there's some electric but in the back. But then that's not an electric. And then I think even F1, I think, has, um, they got their, their regular engines. I, I think they do V6s now. Mm-hmm. Or I think V6s. And then and they- Formula they, One? I think they put um, an electric engine that, you know, you're driving along, you're behind someone with your gas engine and you get to a straightaway or like an area where, where you're right on this guy and you want to pass him, you have this button you can click that launches you forward with, with that electric motor mm. and you can just go around the person if they're in your way. Did you ever watch that show, the Formula One show? Um, no, I haven't watched it. I don't know it. what it's called. Grid? No, that's a video game. Uh, F1 Drive to Survive, John just said. For yeah, people no, who are listening and, and probably can't hear him. He is a... Uh, a big fan of that show and he has told me to watch it i have not got to it yet but i've i've heard it's interesting there rush was a good movie yeah about formula one um the other one that i really liked was ford versus ferrari that was that was lamont that was but, but I mean, okay but it's still race I yeah mean, racing I'm, i've never gotten really big for as much as i love cars i'm shocked that i never got into racing same like, like I, I love, I love cars, but I NASCAR to me seems boring. I yeah, know. I mean it's hard to just watch the cars and just. I'd rather watch golf. I feel like I love golf. I feel like in person it'd be more interesting. For sure. In I mean person that's like cool. saying like soccer is fun yeah. to watch versus fun fun to play. I mean it's much more fun to play than it is to watch. But yeah. I mean I I got nothing against people that watch soccer. I just it's quite amazing that they can film it and stream it without any commercials. That's pretty cool. Okay. What golf? S- soccer. Oh, soccer. They don't yeah. do any commercials. Yeah. Because they they just go straight. Yeah. Until halftime, I guess. 
Yeah. But I mean, racing that brings me up to the another point. I just thought of it while we were talking, mm-hmm. just racing and everything and the F one and I don't know if you heard the the Grand Prix coming back to Detroit. And it's gonna be through the streets of Detroit. And people were saying it looks really promising. The track layout and everything is really cool. I thought they were gonna do it on uh on Belle Isle. Well Belle Isle already has a race. They do a race on Belle Isle. Oh, okay. So this it's a one's, different one. Yeah, this one's through the city streets. Okay. You know, along Woodward and all through there. Yeah. And hmm. so that's something I would go to. Yeah. I feel like I don't watch racing, but I think I'd go to that Grand Prix in Detroit. Well, I mean, again, like you said, it's it's more about getting out and doing stuff in the city, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, th- if that's happening, that'd be pretty cool to watch. I mean, this is where cars belong. Yeah, right? Detroit, Motor, Motor City. City. Yep. So, what were you bringing up, John, that you were showing me something over there? That the Biden administration has offered to exchange Russian arms. Oh, my God, they ended up doing it. For Americans, Britner, Griner, and so, w- so one of the things that I heard about that is I that don't think they did it yet. They just proposed it. Bleacher Report, I bet the comments were so bad they canceled Big Sassy comments on the thing. I mean, it, okay, so I have mixed feelings about this. I think that this chick was used as a political weapon, right? Yeah. I don't think that she was entirely not at fault, though, right? Yeah, you, you, I mean, if, if a country says... You can't have these narcotics. Well, what is it? I guess it. Cannabis. They, they consider it just like. It's cannabis. It's a drug. If a, if a country says you can't bring this here, this is illegal here, mm-hmm. and you bring it into the country, you're committing a crime. Yeah. No matter who you are, yeah. how long you're there. No, I know. You can't I, have and, it. And this, and that, like I said, this is why I get the mixed feelings because she obviously did commit a crime, right? Yeah. I'm not, I'm not trying to defend the fact that she did something wrong, like didn't do anything wrong. But I also know that because of what's happening over in Russia right now, that the Russian legal system is going to use her to the max advantage. Yeah. So for a sentence that would have taken, you know, a couple of years or whatever, or six months, or maybe even a couple of weeks if they paid her off, or if she paid them off, it will be used to the maximum because she is an American and they yeah. want something from us. And so I do feel bad for her with that. The other thing that gets kind of, kind of uh, squirrely is that she also has a wife. Right, which that is also homo uh, homosexuality and being married. Oh yeah, Russian is, is illegal not in Russia. I think they they hide everything about yeah. that. They and, don't want to show anything. And so that's the thing is that I mean, not that she got married there, but yeah. that that is because of how open she is with it. That I is doubt also the, yeah, I doubt the legal system looks at it like the same way. They probably take that into account. Yeah. You know. No, for sure. And again, like I said, they're going to put everything they can against Throw her. Throw the book at her. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah. And so her wife back here in the States has been begging Biden to do something. And Biden, like, didn't he do some half-ass, like, like kind of like threat towards Russia to get her back? And, I like, don't know, work? but I just, it's so hard to, like. I'm pretty sure he did, like, a half-ass threat to them, like, saying, like, we won't negotiate or whatever. And then, like, now, a week later, his approval it's ratings are down even more. And now he's negotiating a, like, arms dealer that yeah. that was trade selling. an arms like, dealer for that. And, like, that's a crazy trade. Yeah. Like, we're going to give up this criminal who 
commits violence on innocent people just mm-hmm. to rescue this basketball player just because she's famous. I again, and, and I, I don't want to hate on her no, and be like she's and, a and terrible that's person. We, that's where we have to be careful because, like, again, she's not. She's still an American. You know, we don't want any of our Americans going through anything terrible overseas because God forbid, God knows what she's going through in those prisons. I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure it's awful. I'm sure it's terrible. Like Stranger Things. There was a guy the on. Uh, there was a guy on Joe Rogan's podcast who went over there and he went to go. He travels the world. He's from Britain. And mm-hmm. He went and visited a city or um, like a place in Russia and Siberia that that was like this remote city that doesn't have access to a lot of things, and he just goes and travels around and. He was kind of sneaking across different borders and looking at different stuff, and the Russians arrested him and claimed he was a spot, and he yeah. got put in jail they for like doing six that. months. So, and then he like had to fight to get out, and and there was a whole legal process that he said he really didn't get, like to explain himself to the judge. The judge yep. said you're done, and yeah, like they have judges. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. They do. Yeah, they have they judges, do. but like they're like they're they, not. I, he, I think he said it was like a Tuesday night. They, like, woke up this judge, and the judge was like, send them. Like, I don't give a shit. Like, just put them away. Yeah, like, I got better stuff to do. Yeah, he's I like, got this vodka bottle. Yeah, and so, again, I don't I don't want anything bad to happen to her, but I also understand both sides. I mean, yeah. I think that it's a little extreme, um, but it's the law. I mean, yeah. it, again, it, it always comes back to, did she follow the rule? Yeah. I mean, if she was out doing something else illegal... I mean, we'd still say she was doing something illegal. If she did yeah. absolutely nothing wrong, that's when you start getting into, okay, so now it's completely political. Yeah. But, it, I mean, she still did commit a crime. Yeah. And if there wasn't, if she wasn't famous, would we even hear about it? I don't know. Maybe not. And, like, that's, yeah, like, I mean, if you think about it, if, uh, Am- I think Amsterdam, where they have, like, the prostitution thing, like the red light district, that's legal there. But if someone comes at and does in America... Mm. does it in america they're arrested mm-hmm. and are we going to be like oh yeah it's legal in that country so we don't care yeah it's like no it's illegal here mm-hmm. they're a criminal now you and know? that's so, and, and again but this is where it gets so squirrely because of mexico right mm-hmm. you are an illegal immigrant you illegally came here but we're really not doing anything. And that's what's so sad. I mean, the, to, finally, the Texas governor is sending them all the way to Washington, D.C. and dropping them off at the Capitol steps yeah. with buses, which is a great, you know, screw you to the Biden administration for being such a failure on that front. I mean, there's a difference between making the process easier and letting them across. Yeah. And the, the thousands. Like I mean, it, it was I like mean, 18000 a day or something, or 18000 a month. I feel like it'd be even better to make, like, if you make it easier and they can actually have their, their like, you know, Rights. passports yeah. and, like, everything and be documented, it'd make their life easier, too. Because mm-hmm. I, I don't know where I heard this, but, like, um, like say you're, you're an illegal immigrant and you're working on a job site. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you told me this, but, like, say you get hurt and they're like, okay, let's take you to the hospital. Mm-hmm. And then you go there and it's like, well, I don't have my papers, like any any papers, or like I'm not even a citizen here. Like they're trying to look you up. Who should we contact? Oh, they're in New Mexico, and it's like, okay, so now they found you out. Now they're gonna send you back. Yeah. So like, if it's better just to find a way to get them to actually. The problem is, is like people like to say, well, going to Canada is so easy compared to going to Mexico. The problem is, is people coming from Canada into Mexico or coming from Canada into the United States aren't usually bringing across, you know, drugs. 
and other problems with them. I mean, they're just people coming across that are just, you know, have the same laws that we do, yeah. you know. And the way that the cartel runs Mexico that gets really bad is because, yeah. um, you know, they don't have the same regulations. And so I guess one of the bigger problems, too, is that there was a whole... Uh, did you hear about the semi-truck that was in a field? Yeah, yep, I heard about that. Yeah, where they were sitting in there and there, there were was, people in the back? So they were driving on back roads up to uh, up to the United States, and they, they were taking the back roads, so they were trying not to be detected. Yeah. And they ran out of gas, and the guy who was driving the car for them just got out and ran away yeah. and left, like, 40-something people in the bed of this truck. In this, locked from in, the outside. Locked from the outside. And I think 26 of them died mm-hmm. because it was over 100 degrees during the day and inside of that metal container. Just imagine burning a lot, like literally just like, like melting. cooking. Yeah. I mean, it was terrible. And, the, and, and this is the thing. They just don't care. They're just trying to get across. They're, they think that the life over here is going to be so much better than where they're coming from. And it and is, though. Well, it, of course. But they, they don't know that. They're going with an assumption that it is. Yeah. And they're risking their lives and they're giving up their families' lives. And the person getting them in just wants the money. Of course. So. And the thing is, is like they, there was plenty of stories of uh, women giving birth to their babies on top of ladders over the border so their child would be considered an American citizen. Mm-hmm. Like trying to bust over the border so that they could hurry up and have their kid so that their kid would be considered an American because he was born on American soil. I mean, in... I'm not completely for letting everybody in, but if they could make the process maybe a little easier and have a better vetting process, yeah. I don't see why that would be. If a they're negative. documented, yeah, I mean, if they however if, we can do that. If they're a Mexican citizen who isn't a criminal, they should ha- be able to to apply, and it should be fast. But I mean, it ca- it's still got to be done legally. There has to be requirements. It's not just the same as letting them right across the Rio Grande and just letting them walk in. Yeah, I mean that's. That's terrible. I don't know why anyone would do that. I mean, we have um, immigrants coming from all these other countries every day. Yeah. Flooding into the United States all the time. But they're coming in legally. They're doing it the right way. I guess their living conditions would be different, but I don't know. I mean, it it just seems kind of outrageous to me that they, they are just doing nothing. Right. And these Border Patrol agents are just getting ripped apart. Because they're watching people I die. I wouldn't want to be a border I wouldn't want to be any law enforcement right now. There no. is so much terribleness going on with the border patrol and the police, and the only ones that I seem to not get any problems is the fire department. Yeah. Because yeah. the fire department, they just come and Those do are good guys. fires. Those and are good guys. Done. They do good stuff. Yeah, it's it's sad. It Support really is. Your local firemen. I mean, it's really funny because the first people, the people who are saying defund the police, when they get robbed, are the first people to call the police. So it's like, you can't have it both ways. You can't ask them to be defunded and want them to not be there, but then call for them the second that, I mean, what was it? The mayor of Chicago, she got robbed at her house and she called the police after saying that she, they wanted, she wanted to defund them all in Chicago. I mean, and then you look at cities who have all of these defund the police, like Los Angeles, Look what's happening in Los Angeles. Yeah, everybody's just robbing everything. It's like they're they're homelessness, it, drugs. It's terrible. Yeah, it, it's just, it's really sad to see because, you know, if any you ask anybody, I'm pretty sure they would say ne- next to Hawaii that California would be one of the most beautiful states. Mm-hmm. But it's also if you ask anybody where would they not move to, they usually say California because <laughs> yeah. nobody wants to live there. Yeah. So, but uh, again, I I think that we we had a good podcast today and we talked yeah. about a lot of good things. Yeah. 
and yeah. uh episode four yeah episode four in the books mm-hmm. just editing now and yeah so now we have uh we'll have this uploaded on youtube hopefully by potentially friday um because yeah. we're gonna be a day late we got drawn back yesterday josh had to take his parents to the airport mm-hmm. um so but uh we're gonna hopefully go from here get more clips mm-hmm. yeah Hopefully we got a couple out of this. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. We weren't we're not that interesting.